What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Janae B., and you are listening to In the Wilderness, the podcast, a podcast about healing, growing, and unlocking your potential. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe, leave us a rating, and if you're feeling really generous, go ahead and leave a review. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram at In the Wilderness Podcast. That way you can keep up with all important information and release dates. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let's go ahead and jump right into this episode. Hey y'all, what is up, what is up, what is up? Thank you guys for joining me back here for another episode of In the Wilderness, the podcast. How are you guys? We are in May and of course we have to start off with let's talk about it April 2020. April, I I don't know if I said this before for another month, but April honestly definitely was one for the books. Like it was one for the books. God has spoken to me in so many different ways in April. Um, and I'm just so grateful for our relationship. I don't know if many of you, um, many of you all know, but I'm definitely on this road to self-discovery. And it's not just discovering my purpose, but fulfilling my character as well. Like defining who I am. Who is Janae, no middle name, Butler? Who is that? And in the month of April, I've been hit with a lot of no's and disappointments. And um, some of those things were God, um, was God protecting me and others was God revealing things to me. And at that time, I became a bit overwhelmed with everything that I was hit with. I understand that the spirit of fear, stress, anxiety is not a spirit that God placed in us. So I wanted to know, God, what is triggering me? Why am I feeling so attacked right now? There's something within me that I'm overlooking um, that I'm just not taking heed of or like bringing to surface. And that is just deep in with deep within my heart that's still triggering me to have these different type of emotions of fear or anxiety or stress or whatever it may be. Then I remember that I was in the season um of reflection or I remember um that I asked what I asked God to do for me. I asked God um to reveal who I was, to search me, to reveal who my character is. What are some things that I'm hiding? Um reflecting on my old life and who the person that I was before that I actually started out as. Like the person who was molded by her trauma. Who was I before then? I wanted to dig deep. I wanted to dig past my first childhood horrible memory or wherever it may be. So I just keep asking, who is this girl, God? Like, who am I? I'm also reading the book Dangerous Prayers by Craig Rochelle. And I'm learning that I have to take that book one chapter at a time. Because listen, y'all, these prayers are very dangerous. Like, very. And one of the prayers was in the book. It starts out um, in chapter one or it's part one or whatever it may be. Page 21. <laughs> and um, it says um, the prayer is asking God to search me. And the opening scripture for that is Psalms 139 verse 23 through 24. And it says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. And again, that's Psalm 139, verse 23 through 24. And um, 
the message version of it says, investigate my life. Oh God, find out everything about me, cross-examine me and test me and get a clear picture of what I'm about. See for yourself whether I've done anything wrong and then guide me to the road of eternal life. And I feel like this scripture, if I could use one scripture to define my month, this was it. Yes, I started out this season, season one of freedom because I did, I let myself, I set myself free or God has set me free from so much. But on this journey of healing, growing and unlocking, there's still so much more of me. There is 25 years worth of things that I'm I'm still, I still have to work on or 20 years of building this character out of based off of like past pain or past hurt or past experiences. It doesn't even have to be that. It can be past success or anything. I really wanted God to investigate. I love that. Investigate my life. Investigate my life. In order for our strength to become stronger in order for us to become more wise that comes from well from my situation it comes from a broken situation or um, to search and find the things that's holding me back Um, I look back to when we were in when I was in college it was my sophomore year and we didn't have a head coach at the time we just had our assistant coach and we loved her dearly we bonded with her on another level but we were missing something our team was still broken and it wasn't until our head coach came and he started. And before we jumped into strength, he came to one of our meets and he observed us. He searched our qualities and what we um and what we could improve on. Then he broke us down a little bit more. Um, he took us completely out of our element. We were listen, y'all. <laughs> If I never, I never had no experience like this before in my life. Like I've had some tough coaches, but listen, he would drop us off miles away. We were getting a little van in the little, um, in the Lincoln van and he would drop us off miles away from the school and we would have to run back y'all. I'm it's given like 10 mile runs. Like I don't, I don't even know how many miles we put in the week, the fartlets, the Indian runs or all of the workouts, they just hit different with him. Like, I don't know what it was, <laughs> but them long runs was never my strong suit. And honestly, I don't think that any of us had ever run that many miles before in our lives. Um, he understood that we needed a shift, though, in our mindset and to change our habits and that it required us to get a little uncomfortable. It ultimately, though, led us to our CIAA cross-country track and, sh- track and field mm, cross country championship that year um and it was like through all of the painful workouts through all of the runs or um through our endurance increasing through our strength increasing our confidence increasing we've received our victory and that brings me into tip number one which is distractions aren't always tangible or the things that we see your thoughts are a huge distraction um, as well. The Your career, not to say that your career can be a huge distracting, distraction, but your amount of busy work can be a distraction as well. Back to that championship winning year, and it's like, how did you guys do it? Outside of the hard work, we had to eliminate 
distractions, less campus fun, more hard work, more early mornings. But we also had to build our confidence and we had to remove the distractions of the enemy telling us that these other girls were just so much stronger than what we were and so much faster than we were. We saw our full potential potential for the first time in a long time in that season in our lives. And I feel like I love, I just love track and field and I love, well, I don't love cross country, but I love um, just being a part of a team like that because in my opinion, it's so biblical. Like it's so holy. Like you just have to have a certain level of understanding to like survive in our world. But anyway, sorry, let's go ahead and read Proverbs 4 verse 23 through 27. And this is in the message version and it says, keep a vigilant watch. Keep a vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Avoid avoid careless banter, white lies, and gossip, and keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all sideshow distractions. Watch your step, and the road will stretch out smooth before you. Look neither right nor left and leave evil in the dust. Our goal is for God to reveal to us all of these things, um, to to search us in search us in all of our ways and bring things to surface so that we can know exactly what we're looking out for. Um, you know exactly what you're guarding your heart from, or um, you know exactly what needs to get out of the way. Or like how to get out your own way for better to better say, um, and I believe that that course or that that time frame comes with a price because in order to remove something, we need to be well aware that it's there. When I say that God is taking me to the root of things, God is taking me to the root, okay? Like where it all began. And it can be kind of scary because no one wants to revisit that time in their lives. But it's so necessary because if there's something that I'm not healing from, if there's there's something that is still heavy on my heart, if there's something that, that is keeping me from reaching that level of, um, reaching my destiny or reaching that level of satisfaction where I am who God has set up for me to be, then I'm all in to take on the challenge. I'm all in to take it on. I'm all in and ready and prepared to draw near and get a, gain a closer relationship with God because I understand that God is my provider. He is my healer and he's the one that keeps me safe. He's a protector. So Anywhere where I may may revisit and the enemy may try to sneak in because I'm vulnerable, I know that I can lock in on God. I know that I am protected by God and I know that I am on this journey. I'm not, I don't feel alone. I, I literally feel God in this with me. Um, but yeah, what I've been doing is I've been like looking at old pictures of myself, which I don't have many because they actually burnt in the house fire, um, when I was younger, but I do have a few. And of the few that I have, I was a silly girl. I love to do crazy poses. I was always chucking up my deuces. Um, when I see pictures of myself and my sister, I look very protected and very safe and very, um, affectionate with her um when I see pictures uh it was one picture of me like devouring a piece of cake but I was still like doing this silly pose and I feel like all of those things are still me I'm very silly I love chucking up my deuces like I'm always I don't know why like is that corny or (laughs) I 
really don't care. I've been doing it for this long, so I don't think I'm going to stop. My sister, I love my sister. I protect my sister. I go hard for my sister, and my sister does the same thing for me. And if you know me, I love me some cake. I love some cake. And it's so good to know that some parts are still there. But what I want to know, um, what I really want to know is, what are some things that the enemy stole from me that I never knew existed? And that's actually a good question to ask God. So maybe you should write down, write that down. God, what is it that the enemy stole from me? What is it in my character or what is it that I'm not able to take notice to? Or what is it that I'm blinded to? Reveal that to me, oh Lord. Definitely. Which brings me to tip number two. Um, And tip number two for this month is everybody is not going to get it. I don't know who needed to hear this, but the Holy Spirit has placed on my heart for me to say that when you're on your journey of healing and unlocking and growing, People are not always going to understand your emotions or the way that you feel, especially if you're in the middle of it and you specifically yourself, you don't even get it. You don't see the full end of it. You're just in the midst of it and you're taking it day by day. You're listening to God and he's saying this, but he's not finished relaying all of the information to you. In Proverbs 2, verse 1 through 5, it says, My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord and you will gain knowledge of God. When we're in the middle of a crisis or for right now, when we're in the middle of this pandemic, we don't under we don't fully understand what's going on. We don't fully we don't know what's to come after this. We don't know anything. We don't we can't I can't I work in the medical field and patients call and they ask me questions and I'm like, when are when are the offices going to back go open back up or when are when is this supposed to happen? When will they start doing elective procedures? And I'm like, I don't know. I only know what I've been told. I only can give you this amount of information because the rest I don't I don't know yet. So I can't relay anything to you that I don't fully understand. And it's like going back to that championship winning year, we didn't understand why we had to get dropped off so far or people didn't understand like how we could bear to run that long or why we did the sport that we did. But honestly, we didn't even understand it. We didn't know why we were still in it for the long run. We didn't understand why we had to run for so long or so many miles. We complained a little bit, but in the end, when it came to execute what we worked for, And what we studied, things became clear and we understood we had a far better understanding in the end versus what we did in the middle. Majority of us ran our fastest times that we've ever run before. I know I did. And at that moment, it it came so easy to me because I had an understanding We were provided with enough knowledge and enough wisdom to understand our bodies and to apply it to the sport. And that brings us um, to tip number three, which is we must be obedient. God will reveal, reveal, I can't even talk. God will reveal our character to us. 
But we have to obey his word and we have to obey his commands. Just like we did to receive that victory, um, we had to listen to what our coach told us to do. We had to have some early mornings and we had to wait for the, if the, if everyone wasn't at practice, we weren't practicing. We weren't leaving until that person that no one was missing morning workouts. Like we had to be obedient. We had to stick together. We had to listen to what we were told. And I feel like for this season, God is saying, or Holy Spirit is saying to me, don't speak until God tells you to speak. Meaning, if you're stuck in a situation, godly advice is good. Speaking to your friends on the godly aspect is great. But I always recommend I always recommend it, but I, I wouldn't share it. I wouldn't go into that conversation before taking that conversation to God first. If God doesn't want you to share something just yet, then don't share it. Even if it's with a friend, God, you must, you have to obey him first because he is at the forefront of our lives. Any relationship, any friendship, any relationship, any parent relationship with your parent, your children, God is first before it all. And John 7, 18, it says, those who speak for themselves want glory for only themselves, but a person who seeks to honor the one who sent him speaks the truth, not lies. And I know I get excited. I do this sometimes and I'm God is still working on me, but I get excited about a revelation. Like whenever I get a revelation, I be so pumped. Like I be so excited. I have to share it with my best friend because no lie, it'll be stuff that I've asked her to pray for me about like, bestie, can you pray for this? Can you pray for that? And then God will give me a revelation. And I'm like, girl, listen, God is answering our prayers. But sometimes God isn't always finished speaking and I have to learn to not jump the gun and not speak before God or um, not speaking before he says that it's finished. Um, Another example is with the season of how did I get here? I expected so much more, honestly, from that season. But God, it was things that I asked God should I, should I, should I relay? But I didn't feel, I didn't feel that confidence as God had. I didn't feel that confident feeling of God saying it's okay for you to relay. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put out anything additional. I put out what I put out and I put out what I prayed for and what I felt confident in God giving me the okay to do. Um, or even, um, what's another example? Oh, my Mother's Day series. Um, There are things that I wanted to speak on. I wanted to do like a whole month for it. But God's saying, no, there's so much more that I want. Uh, You can do an episode, but there's so much more um, that I want for you to understand that I'm not finished yet. So you can do your episode, but you're not going to do a whole series. Um, So those are my tips for this month. Again, I will run those back. Um... The tip number one was distractions aren't always tangible. Um, Tip number two for this month was everybody is not going to get it. And then tip number three, um, 
tip number three was being obedient, be obedient. Um, and so that's pretty much it um, for this month. Again, April was just something different. Okay. Um, and I want to just touch bases on when I say, or when you hear other people who are giving like godly wisdom and godly advice to say, give it to God. And we say it so freely and we say, pray and wait for God to respond. And I know some of you all, um, I was like, well, how do I just give it to God? Or how do I know if it's God who is speaking? And it's like, uh, I, I honestly, I, I know that I've had that question on my journey. And I also still have a hard time of just giving things to God. And I wanted to do an episode on that for you guys. It won't be today, but we are leading up to our 20th episode. Hey, so best believe I'm going to do an episode on that for you guys, because it's so much easier said than done. Trust me. And that's why I want to be able to share it with you all. Um, another thing, um, I will not be on social media for the next 21 days. So I need you guys to hold it down while I'm gone. Um, I'm working on other ways outside of just Instagram or social media for promotion or to keep you guys updated, um, with, um, with everything releases or episodes to come and things like that, because sometimes I really just have to get away from the whole social media setting. So um, I had to order a new laptop charger. So once my charger comes from my laptop, it'll be a lot easier for me to look up and research a lot of things. I'm using my phone for now because it's very convenient and it's just giving me a head start. But yeah, so praying that more will be to come. Um, and I needed to just give a break. I needed to just have a break um, from it because, yeah. So it's definitely given 21 days of prayer and fasting. Um, and another reason is because this quarantine has had me a little off. Like, it just had me a little off. Like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I lost my appetite. I was eating like one meal a day. I was not resting well. Like I was sleep, <laughs> but I was not resting. And it was like, I felt like I was, I, I, I felt the sense that I was in a warfare um, and that I felt it going on in the spiritual realm, but like it wasn't nothing actually going on that I could see, but it was like far beyond my understanding. I felt like the sense of tugging and pulling and y'all, it was getting real. Okay. So I'm not going to fast from food because I need to be eating my three meals a day because our body is our temple and I need to just get back to doing things. I need, I'm going to be running at least four times a week and just making sure that I'm keeping my body healthy. Um, so I'm super excited for all of the refreshing things that are to come. I've created my prayer list. Um, I went through and I got all 21 scriptures that I'll be meditating on. So I am so ready to spend this time for, with God. And I want to leave you all with a scripture, um, that really stood out to me um, during this season or during the season of whatever it is that I may be feeling. I kept calling it stress and I kept saying that I was stressed out, but I don't believe that it is that I'm stressed out. I truly believe it's because I'm going through this season of reflection or um, this season of God searching me. There are still things that from my past that is very painful that I am still trying or that I'm working with God to um, 
bring just bring some light to it and this is uh second corinthians verse seven um I'm sorry, 2 Corinthians 7, verse 10. And it says, Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret, but worldly sorrow brings death. So no, I don't think that I'm necessarily stressed out. So I think I should just be very careful with my word choice. But I am going through a spiritual warfare and I am going through this season of healing. And there are some things about myself that I don't necessarily I'm not too fond of because it doesn't align with um, what it aligns with in God's word. And I always want to be very transparent with you guys and very open with you guys because I am new on my journey. And if you're new on your journey and you feel like you're just lost or you feel like um you're doing things wrong. You're not doing things wrong. Your desire and wanting to know God more and wanting to have a stronger relationship with him is, 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 is far beyond. It's so important. It's so important to God. So keep doing what you're doing. There will, there will be bumps in the roads and I can just pray, uh, pray that God gives us all a sense of joy. Don't allow the enemy to steal our joy. There will be sad days. Joy is different from happiness. Joy comes straight from God. Um, so yeah, that's all that I have for you guys. I pray that this helps you. I pray that the Spirit, um, that the Holy Spirit speaks to you. I pray that um, if you're not on your road of self discovery, that your road of self discovery begins um, begins soon. You guys, it is so worth it. It is so worth it. Um, but yeah, I love you all. And I will see you all next week. Remember, tell the mommies that I have a special episode. I will not be able to do any promo. So send it out or share the episode, um, share a testimony, whatever it may be. And yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Love you. Bye.